Hey everybody, it's your girl, your sis, your host, Cheryl Shoemake, and this is the Stepmom Sanity Podcast. The mic is hot, so let's get started. Hello, Stepmom Sanity family. It is wonderful to be with you again. I'm so excited to be here. I had to take a short hiatus for a number of different reasons, but one of those reasons is I am a grandma. Yay! I'm so excited. But don't you call me grandma. Please don't call me grandma and do not call me granny either. I am Bella. That is B-E-L-L-A. Bella. And we are just tickle pinked with this new addition to our family who has stolen the hearts of everyone in our family. And I can't wait to talk to you a little bit about the experience. As a matter of fact, we have a show coming up later this year about becoming a bonus grandparent and how that changes the dynamics yet again in our blended family in this ever-changing lives that we that we have here, you know. But we are back. And we are better than ever. We have a great lineup of shows and guests over the next few months, beginning with our guests for today. You know, it has been statistically proven that couples who pray and study the word of God together not only have longer lasting marriages, but each spouse reports greater marital satisfaction. I've read this. I know you've read it. I know this. I know you know it. And I've experienced this from time to time. Yet Jonathan and I still struggle with building spiritual intimacy. We struggle with consistency. There are points in our marriage when we've struggled with vulnerability. We struggle with prioritizing this needful thing over the immediate thing. And we have struggled with motivation as well. One of the things that helps us stay on point and facilitates growing towards each other while we're growing towards the Lord is having tools that are easy to use, yet push us to find treasure in the word and make sense out of our blended family dynamics. Our guest today, Emily Jordan, has provided such a tool. Emily is the founder of The Joyful Stepmom. It's a Christ-centered group offering prayer and encouragement for stepmoms. The Joyful Stepmom website offers resources for women mothering children, not biologically her own. And the Facebook group is a private support group offering peer-led prayer and encouragement. I want to tell you that I was invited to this group by someone who is no stranger to the Stepmom Sanity family, by my good friend, Summer Butler, who is an author, a Bible teacher, and a blended family minister as well. And she said, Cheryl, you have got to join this group. There are a number of women here we can help and also that we can learn from. And she certainly was telling the truth when she said that. I also want to let you know that the website offers a directory of local chapters so you can have in-person support as we are coming out of the pandemic. Well, I don't know if we're really coming out of it, but as, as things are opening up, I don't know about you, but it's been important for me to, to see people again, to touch people again, to hug people again. And the Joyful Stepmom website shows you where you can do that with other stepmom sisters and get prayer and encouragement and support and just kind of lock arms together with women who are close to you um, geographically. And I also want to let you know that Emily is the author of the book we're going to talk about today, The Blended Family Devotional for Couples, 52 Weeks of Growing Together, Leading Your Family, and Learning from God. It's a powerful go beyond the surface devotional that helps you and your spouse reach levels of spiritual maturity you've yet to experience. 
Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. And Emily, thank you so much for being with us. I am just so excited and grateful to have this conversation with you about spiritual intimacy and about your new book, The Blended Family Devotional for Couples. Welcome to the Stepmom Sandy Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is wonderful. Great. Well, I I think I said a little bit in the introduction about how I came across Emily. She is the founder of the Joyful Stepmom, which is an online community of Christ-centered help and hope for stepmoms. Uh, and I just love that community. I love that I see the interaction that I see. And I know that just comes from your own heart. So before we get started talking about your book, please tell our audience a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in the blended family and who comprises the blend? Oh, yes. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you're part of the Joyful Stepmom. It is a uh... It is just a treasure of a group. I think it has just totally changed my life being part of those that group of ladies. Um, I have been married since 2005. Um, I have my husband, Matt, and then my stepson, Stephen, um, who's 22 now, which is oh, mind-blowing. Um, and that's us. <laughs> we have a little dog, and that's, that's the part of us. So, um, yeah, we've been doing this for a little bit, but... Um, I started the Joyful Stepmom. It's been about nine years now that we've been doing that. Just started a little seed and it started going and wow, community is just, mm, it's a special place and it's really just been a treasure. Just been a really big part of my life. So for any of our listeners out there that looking for another online community of stepmoms, of, let me reemphasize of Christ-centered stepmoms, who are trying their very best to honor God in in this role that we get to that we get to um, execute in our lives? It is another place. It's another resource. It's another place that you can go to recalibrate, to be heard, to be seen, to be prayed for, to have arms wrapped around you, and to get some sound advice and sometimes a kick in the butt. <laughs> we do, don't we? Sometimes we need. Oh. Gentle but loving little push in the right direction. <laughs> That's right. Oh dear. <laughs> Hopefully we do that in a loving, gentle, Christ like way, but sometimes we need that. Hopefully we do. Hopefully we do. Well, I want to start off with asking you this particular question because there are quite a, a few devotionals out there, marriage devotionals, mm-hmm. family devotionals. Even um, some blended family devotionals. Why did you write the blended family devotional for couples? So this this is kind of a different journey. Um, I've been writing the Joyful Stepmom for, like I said, nine years now, um, and doing some freelance writing. And this actually started because a, a publisher approached me and said they had a book proposal and they saw the Joyful Stepmom and they thought this might be a good fit. And I thought, oh wow, this is this a God moment? Is this, is this my time Lord to embrace this? Um, and when they said it was for couples, I was like, Oh, I'm fired up about this. I love that this would be for couples <laughs> as well. Well, the joyful stepmom is for, for women. We, we pray for, for marriages daily. Um, we have a marriage Monday post and then most of our posts that we hear about for prayer are for marriages. Um, and so I love that this book was going to be a resource um, and a Christian devotional for, for couples, for our marriage. Because um, while there are so many devotionals 
like you said, for marriages out there to have one specifically for our blended family couples just hits that little different edge where we're coming at it at marriage from a different way. So I, yeah. I got really excited when this was proposed to me and I was, I was on board. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I love how God opens doors where mm-hmm. you're just in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. just obeying him. Yes. And then the opportunity comes, there's a knock and a drop and, and, and the Lord says, yes, I, this is my yes for you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and step through this door. Do this because this is the, the next um, point of ministry, point of service yes. that I have for you. That's yes. so cool. What I, one of the things that I really liked about your book is that it was very topical. You said that it was specific, specific to blended family, but mm-hmm. it was very topical for blended families mm-hmm. as well. So it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily even just the marriage, but really hit some different aspects, um, some different dynamics of blended family. Yet it points the couple back to the word of God. It points the couple to the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives mm-hmm. and presents opportunities. I think this is what I was really excited about because it presents opportunities for the couple to develop, to develop um, spiritual intimacy. Now, just in case, before we go on, just in case someone out there does not understand the concept of spiritual intimacy, I don't want to use church ease word. Let's kind of define the term so we're all on the same page. Right. How would you define spiritual intimacy? Spiritual intimacy. So I was thinking about this. I think spiritual intimacy between couples is really important. And I was thinking about what that is. Um, I think it's the ability to be able to talk to your husband about your faith. Or be able to ask your husband, hey, can you pray for me? Or what can I pray for you for about today? Um, or to be able to share something you're reading, your devotionals. It's be able to talk about these faith topics or what's going on in your heart. Um, those kinds of things. Attending church together. Um, it's going to that next level of talking about faith-based issues. Some some of us don't have that. Some of us are Christian women who don't have that ability with our husbands. Um, and I do believe we can get there, but it takes a little work. It takes some wrestling through it and getting to a place where you feel comfortable and can share those spiritual things with each other. So I thought that was spiritual intimacy. I would agree. Okay. Why would you say that that's important? Why is it worth the fight? For those who do not have it, and why is it worth the effort to develop for those who have some small seed of it in their lives? Oh, it's your soul. It's <laughs> um, obviously as a Christian, I think this is like the most important part of your life to knowing and loving Jesus. And if you can do that with your spouse, that is goal one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I get that when we can't do that with our spouse, that is hard. That's, that's terrible. But I believe that working towards that is, oh, I mean, if we can be intimate in other areas, how awesome and important and valuable is it that we can talk about these deep soul eternal issues? And so, yes, I believe it is worth the work and the effort to get there. You know, and it's such a position of vulnerability as well to mm. to say these are things that I'm wrestling with in my yes. faith or these are things I don't understand or these are things that God is saying I believe the Lord is saying to me through his word or these are the things that are important to me that I'm praying about and it, it is a gift as well mm. I, I believe it, it's such a gift to be to go to your spouse and to be able to trust them with that and to receive their their journey 
with the Lord yes. as well, to hold that in just precious and sacred space as well. As yes. well. Definitely worth the effort. We're going to circle back around to this, but I do want to talk specifically about one um, feature of your devotional that I enjoyed because I love practical application. Mm -hmm. um, I particularly particularly enjoyed the activity associated oh. Oh, with good. So can you tell me what does the couple gain by not just going through the devotional, not just ticking off, you know, the check mark that we read it this week, but actually then taking the next step and doing the activities associated with each devotion. I love that you like those. I tried so hard <laughs> to be creative. <laughs> I think every, you know, we all get stuck in a rut of interacting with our spouse and oh, like my husband and I, we just go out for coffee. That's our normal thing. That's what we do. Or we sit on the couch and watch a show. I think the activities in the book take what you read in the devotional and then they make you interact um, in a different way than you're used to. Some of them are, um, you know, doing a project together. Some of them are, maybe you go out and you're forced to have a conversation away from the TV or something like that. They just get you to interact with each other in ways that you haven't done for a long time or you've never done. Um, and they, they have you talk and just build that bond back up that, that we lose sometimes or that we need to strengthen. Um, so I'm glad I was, I'm really excited that you like those. I tried hard to be creative <laughs> and um, to get us to just interact in different ways. Uh, Cause you know, like, like we all learn in different ways. We, we need to bond in different ways to strengthen those relationship muscles. You know, and it keeps the marriage relationship fresh as well. Like mm -hmm. you said, we, we, after you've been married for a while, you talk about the same things and you're saying you can mm -hmm. almost like script I'm going to pick up my coffee and say this. Yeah. And then he's going to pick up his coffee and say that. Yeah. Right. But it keeps it keeps the relationship fresh. It allows it allows not just growth and discovery for yourself internally, but growth allows you to witness the growth and discovery mm -hmm. that your spouse is going through as well. So it kind of brings back a little a, a level of excitement too to your journey that I am getting to know this person, another part of this person yeah. who I know better than I, anybody else and who knows me better than anybody else knows me. <laughs> I am getting to, to see and to learn and to know a new aspect of who they are. And, and that is very enriching for, for marriage, especially a marriage, a long-term marriage. Yes. Good. I'm so glad I, I tried <laughs> to make them interacting like that. And like you said, mix it up a little bit and, and reinvigorate things. Right. Absolutely. And I, and I love it that it triggers additional conversation. Like mm -hmm. the activities are not static to the conversation that was going on necessarily. There's such opportunity there for additional conversation, additional insight. Let's go by almost by, um, happenstance, just organically. You'll mm -hmm. take, you'll take the conversation a little further. Wonderful. So I think that that's great. I think that's great. <laughs> I love it. Of the topics that you did address, which one was the hardest for you to write? Oh, okay. There, it covers a lot of, you know, difficult topics, conflict, mm, 
your in-laws think, I mean, you're going to hit some things that may be triggering to you. I actually had two that were really emotionally difficult for me. There's um, one about the R's baby, which is a lot of people cover that. And it's, I think it's an emotional conversation. If you're in a, if you're going to add them, how are you going to add them? Maybe you're not both in the same place. Um, we actually lost a baby. So writing that devotional just kind of stirred things up for me. And then thinking about people trying to be sensitive to where everybody was when they were going to be reading this devotional that week. I, I was just, I had a hard time with that one. I was pretty emotionally drained after writing it. And then the one about um, your ex-spouse at the other house, mm-hmm. um, that one was difficult also because I just wanted to be respectful in trying mm-hmm. to handle this loaded issue. Um, and how do we handle all these parents? And I wanted to be kind about it. And again, we all come at that from different ways. Some of us are doing great with the other house. Some of us today is great. Tomorrow's not going to be great. Um, some of us, I really don't want to read this week's devotional. <laughs> I don't want to know what the Bible says about this. <laughs> so I wanted to be just respectable of all of us coming at that topic from different directions, but I didn't want to tiptoe either because the Bible does have things to say about how we treat our ex-spouses and co-parenting relationships. So that one, I felt like I wanted to treat well and respectfully. Um, so that that took a lot of emotions and a lot of time just, just digging into the Bible about what I wanted to say. So those were two topics that were Oh, felt weighty to me. <laughs> yeah, and, and for those of you who may be hesitant about picking up this devotional because of you, because you know that there will be weighty topics like that, mm-hmm. I really want to encourage you to take the deep plunge. Um, mm-hmm. These are not your feelings and the wrestling. They're not unknown to the father at all. Mm-hmm. And he wants to help us through them. And he uses tools like the blended devotional for couples, the blended family devotional for couples and um, individuals and his word, of course, and our spouses. Um, Not that these are all tools. Some of them are just glorious people, right? But he uses these resources to to help us in the wrestling. And mostly he he, um, just blankets us in his grace and Mm -hmm. his peace so that we can wrestle and and win and win the war against all of these emotions that certainly indicate that there's been an injury, that there has been some kind of assault or some kind of hurt, but are not indicative of our value, are not indicative of the relationships that we're trying to build around us. They're just, they're not indicative of those things. Mm -hmm. They're not truth tellers. They're just indicative of the hurt and and, and mm-hmm. or the pleasure or whatever it is that we have that has um, that has triggered those emotions. So I really want to encourage you to take the plunge and to pick up the book and to for those of you who may not have a spouse that is necessarily uh, on board with mm-hmm. this to still purchase to still purchase the book and 
begin seeking the Lord for yourself and on behalf. And as the Lord leads you, just share, just share what's going on and keep the door open for invitation. No judgment if he or she doesn't come, if you, you know, a guy listening, if she doesn't come, um, for our Stepmom Sanity listeners, if, if he doesn't come, no judgment when he does. Just, just allow the door to remain open. Would that be fair to a fair invitation? Uh, Amen. A way to I was gonna say, that was a little, we went to church right there. That was amazing. That was great. Woo. Well, like you, I, I just, I believe in strengthening the bridges and mm-hmm. certainly do feel very comfortable to the role that we all are mm-hmm. in, that our lives are not by happenstance they are on purpose for god's purpose and if if he's sovereign and he is and he leads and guides us if he does then he has led us to these places that where we find ourselves in and it's for a purpose that is so far beyond our happily ever after mm-hmm. if we get that it's bonus it's great it's wonderful to have these great relationships but there's there there's deeper purpose and a deeper agenda attached to where we are. And it's, that really has to do with the kingdom. So, um, so that means that we have yes. to do the hard work. And if he's called us to these places, he definitely will equip us to do it and he will love us in it and he will grace us in it as well. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Now you, you wrote in week 24, free from shame, mm. even when we have found new joy in our remarriage, the past can still have a hold on us. Talk about like digging deep. And you can <laughs> regrets keep an ugly grip on us. For the wife, still caught in the grip of shame, like what practical things can she do to prepare for? You know, I've heard too that, that you said was hard to write. I've just introduced another one. We're, mm-hmm. we're having some conversations in a devotional like this, which I absolutely love. I love it. But how might she prepare for those hard conversations like this? Well, again, it's that is a difficult one. And please know when you read the week of shame, it's we all come into that week with baggage. We all come in with stuff in the past. And Jesus came to set us free from that. Um, so I want you to know that if if you've been set free from that and this triggers something, you need to work through that. You can pray it through, journal it through, maybe talk to a counselor, um, say, hey, I'm still stuck. Um, I need some help working through this. If it's a week that's really tough, take a pause and and tell your husband, you know, maybe this this one needs more than a few minutes this week. We need to have some harder conversations. We need to sit over the coffee and I need you to talk with me and help me get through whatever this is in the past, because I want to be free. Um, but but I want you to know, even though it's tough, we are not meant to be held into the past. Um, right. And, and I want you to be free, and I want you to know Jesus loves you, and he came so that you do not have to be back there with that baggage. <laughs> right. So when it when it comes to this week, I hope that you push through and and can work through it and be set free. But it might take some, you know, I'm a big journaler. I like to journal and, and gush it out out of my head and then rip it up and throw it out of my house. But that also took some counseling too to get to that part. So if you need the tools, 
and some extra stuff, this might be the time to do it and get past it. Right. Um, so what I hear you saying, Emily, is mm-hmm. that there is a space really for whatever it is that that is that you are struggling through, that you are that you have overcome, that you want mm-hmm. to celebrate through. And I, I love that you encouraged the reader to not rush through, to really sit with each devotional for how for however long it takes them. If it takes them three or four weeks to get through, say, the, the devotional on shame or the devotional on the R's baby conversation, just take the time to to um, invest, invest mm-hmm. in, you know, what God has laid out before you. Eat it, eat it well, you know, chew mm-hmm. it up, allow it to do the work that it's supposed to do in you. That's what I hear you saying. Would that be fair? That's that's great. I think it's it looks like a devotional where you can just simply read something, do a fun activity, read some questions, but absolutely. Some of them are going to be easy for you to read. Some of them, like, this is going to stir something up and it's okay to take some time, work through that and, and process that together. Absolutely. That's what, that's what God wants us to do. And that's what the whole purpose of the book is to grow together in your marriage and, and talk through those things together. So yes, I would say, take the time together to work, to process and, and dive in together. Yes. So how would you encourage a wife whose husband, I know we talked briefly about it before, but how mm-hmm. would you encourage a wife whose husband just will not do devotionals with her? Um, which I get. Not everybody is a book person. Um, mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to say, oh, let's do a devotion together and sit down and do this. I think there's something easy about this where, I mean, you can read the devotional there's some questions. When you're at dinner together, ask him one of those questions. Like, oh, I'm reading this book. I'd just like to ask you a question I was thinking about. Or do some of those activities together. Um, like there's, a, there's an activity in one of the weeks that's about recreating firsts. Um, you know, in our blended families, a lot of us, like I'm a second wife, so Matt did a lot of firsts with somebody else. It'd be fun to like, let's try and find a, a first we haven't done together. Try that one. Suggest that. Say, hey, I'm writing this devotional. And it suggests finding a fun first you can do together. Try that. Bring them into it that way. There's also a lot of the activities, um, a few of them where I say, you know what? This is a fun family devotional, a fun family activity. Like there's one um, uh, where I suggest you do a three-legged race, which I thought would be hilarious if my husband and I stopped our, you know, Netflix evening and tied our legs together. (laughs) And that would be our way to break up our routine. (laughs) But that is a great one to to make a family affair. Because I know in our blended families, you know, our kids are with us at the wedding. It's this is a family event. Try and bring your kids into it. And that's a great way to get your husband involved. Hey, where did you get that idea for that activity? Oh, I'm reading this devotional. So there are some ways you can kind of start to sneak some of the questions in. Talk to him about these things. He doesn't have to. It's okay if people aren't book people. You can read it and just kind of share some of your thoughts and what you're reading. That's all right. I like that idea that you really you make it very um, invitational, invitational. Mm-hmm. And, and you keep 
yourself approachable about it as well. Mm -hmm. So you're not saying, okay, we have to sit down and read this for 15 yeah. minutes a day. And right no. nobody likes that. <laughs> no. but, much, but much like the activities that we're here to do, let's incorporate these conversations into our lives, yeah. into our everyday, which is what inspiration is, right? Yes. Does that. On every level, you end up incorporating aspects of your life into your everyday. It's, it's an organic part of mm -hmm. being in a marriage. Excellent. Yeah. Which And the book is meant to enhance your relationship and build these conversations in. You might as well go ahead and just ask the questions anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Emily, can you tell our listeners first how they can get the book? And then would you pray for... The, the women who are listening, the men who are listening, who want to have these conversations with their spouses, but who may be struggling with how to approach or mm -hmm. fearful of rejection in this area? Hmm. Ah, well, the book is available anywhere online, um, Amazon, um, Target. I've seen it lots of places um, where you would normally buy books. Um, and for the, someone struggling to approach these kinds of conversations, first of all, I want you to know you've been prayed for. <laughs> when I was writing the book, I just, I would pace my house thinking um, and jotting down notes and saying, Lord, help the person who wants to bring this home um, and have these conversations, help the husbands, help the wives who just want to try and start something here. So you have been prayed for as this was put together. So know that it's your prayers have been built into this <laughs> and laid the foundation. Um, and then maybe just give it a try. Um, it's, it's not meant to be an intimidating book. It's, it's something where it's just a low key devotional. You can just read a few passages and see how it goes. See if it's something the Lord has something to speak to your heart in there. And Wonderful. that would be my encouragement. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Emily. Would you mind closing us out in prayer today? Sure. I, if it's okay, I have a prayer and then I'd like to read a prayer from the book if that's Please do. okay. Please Thank you. Lord, thank you for this time that we've been able to share with Cheryl. It's such a gift that we can come together in encouragement and talk about our families in this way. I pray for our marriages. Lord, we want to fall in love more and more every day with our spouse. Use the little moments we take for granted to build a deep and lasting marriage. Open our hearts to a love like no other. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're going to have to do it again. We will definitely do it again around another topic. This was great. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being with us today. If this podcast has blessed you, don't miss another one. Take a moment to hit that subscribe button. Also, share this podcast with a stepmom needing encouragement. Join us on the journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stepmom Sanity. And don't forget, there's hope for stepmoms who are there, wherever you're there is, from stepmoms who've been there at StepmomSanity.com. We believe in you, sis, and we're here to bless you with what you need to flourish in your God-given role. Until next time, hugs and prayers. 